This week on Foamcast Radio, I fill you in on the Ultra Blaster I forgot to mention last week, the fate of the West's big HVZ game is finally revealed, I've got your Requisition Recon, and Jackrabbit Nerfer is in the war room to tell us about how he developed the most innovative feed mechanism I've seen in a blaster. Listen up and load up. It's time for the biggest podcast in the world dedicated to foam blaster toys. News, reviews, events, and more. And now, recording from the broadcast bunker, it's Ben Anderson, the host of Foamcast Radio. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Before we get into it, I've got a quick sit rep for you. Those of you who have been following along with the drama of me getting rear-ended and my vehicle being totaled may be happy to know that I've successfully acquired a new foam patrol vehicle. It's a 2011 Chevy Impala LT, white in color. I'm working on outfitting it with sweet foam patrol vinyl graphics and making it even cooler than the last foam patrol vehicle was ever going to be. You can follow me on Instagram at Foamcast Radio to see updates on it. And if you want to help me out with this because vehicle graphics aren't exactly cheap, remember that you can support the podcast by supporting my sponsors or by becoming a member of the Phone Patrol on Patreon. Speaking of which, I have no new Phone Patrol officers to announce this week, but I'm getting kind of tired of saying that every week. It's kind of depressing. So I'm going to go ahead and give shoutouts to all my current Phone Patrol officers this week, even though I've shouted them all out before. Now, if you're not familiar with the different reward levels on my Patreon, officers are people supporting Phonecast Radio with $10 or more per month. So Boomstick Mods, Chris Davis, and Michael Needs are all super, super important to me. They make it possible for me to produce every episode of Foamcast Radio without it becoming a money-losing venture. You can join the Foam Patrol and get your own shout-out in the episode by going to patreon.com slash foamcastradio. Alright, let's get into the stratcom for this week. First up, we need to talk about the Nerf Ultra 3. This blaster was leaked a couple of weeks ago, but I completely forgot to tell you about it, so sorry about that. It's a pump-action springer fed by an internal magazine, and the magazine is at the front of the blaster past the pump grip. It looks really off-balance. Now, presumably the plunger tube is above the pump grip and behind the internal magazine, and I'm not sure about the capacity of the internal magazine, but there's a dart holder on the back of the blaster above the grip, and it has space for five darts. So I'm going to assume that the internal magazine also has a capacity of five darts. I'm also not really sure how this blaster loads, but it probably loads similarly to a Kronos or a Mega Magnus. You pull the action back and some doors are revealed on top where you can push the darts through. We also don't know the price or release date of this blaster yet, but I will let you know when I find out. Next up, we finally have an announcement from the organizers of West vs. Zombies. Unfortunately, it has been cancelled. Now, I was hopeful that this event would still happen since it was scheduled for late July, and even though most states have lifted or at least partially lifted their restrictions, the organizers of West vs. Zombies have decided to cancel this year's event and instead begin planning for West vs. Zombies 2021. Now, based on things that they've said in previous posts, the location shouldn't change next year, so the event should still be on the Oregon State University campus. The good news is that they will be putting all of this year's budget toward next year's event, so in theory, they should have twice as many financial resources at their disposal next year, allowing them to make it bigger and better than it's ever been. Foamcast Radio is supported by Hobby King. When I need a new battery for my latest blaster build, my favorite place to go is Hobby King. 
I can put in the exact specs and dimensions I want and Hobby King gives me a list of candidates at incredibly affordable prices. Every flywheel build I make has a battery in it from Hobby King because I can count on them to fit perfectly and have the discharge rating and capacity I need for maximum performance and reliability. You can get 100 reward points when you create your Hobby King account for free right now. Take advantage of this offer exclusively available to Foamcast Radio listeners by going to foamcastradio.com slash hobbyking. Once again, to get 100 reward points, go to foamcastradio.com slash hobbyking and create your Hobby King account for free right now. Thanks to Hobby King for supporting Foamcast Radio. All right, everybody, the sales haven't stopped, so it's time for your requisition recon. Target has the Nerf and Strike Sharpfire, originally 15 US dollars, marked down to 10, and the Nerf and Strike Elite Triad, originally 7 US dollars, is on sale for 5. Target also has the Nerf and Strike Elite Disruptor, originally 15 US dollars, marked down to 10, and the Nerf and Strike Elite Ruckus, originally 20 US dollars, is on sale for 11. The Nerf AccuStrike Quadrant, originally 10 US dollars, is on sale for just 7 at Target, and Target has the Nerf Zombie Strike Quadrot, originally 10 US dollars, marked down to 7. Over at Amazon, the Nerf Zombie Strike Scravenger, originally 50 US dollars, is on sale for just 28. And back at Target, the Nerf Zombie Strike Revoltinator, originally 50 US dollars, is also on sale for 28. The Nerf Doomlands Negotiator, originally 20 US dollars, is on sale for 15 at Target. And Target has the Nerf Doomlands 2169 Lawbringer, originally 33 US dollars, marked down to 25. Over at Amazon, the Nerf Rebel Mission Central App Rail Mount, originally 15 US dollars, is marked down to 5. And Amazon has the Nerf Fortnite SPL, originally 20 US dollars, on sale for 13. The Nerf Fortnite TS is on sale over at Target, originally 40 US dollars, it's marked down to 30. And if you need more Mega Darts, Target has the Nerf and Strike Mega Dart Refill Pack 10 count, originally 7 US dollars, on sale for just 350. And if you need a blaster to load them in, the Nerf Mega Bulldog, originally 20 US dollars, is on sale for 12 over at Target. Amazon has the Nerf Rival Rechargeable Battery Pack, originally 30 US dollars, marked down to 17. And Target has the Nerf Rival 25 Round Refill Pack, originally 10 US dollars, marked down to 6. Or you can go for the Dart Zone 100 Round Refill Pack, originally 20 US dollars, it's on sale for just 15 at both Amazon and Target. And Target has the X-Shot XS, originally 13 US dollars, marked down to 7. And finally, Amazon has the Boomco Dart Holder Accessory for just 5 US dollars. As always, I've got coupon codes just for my listeners. And remember, when you use these codes, not only are you going to get a discount, you're also going to let those companies know that you listen to Foamcast Radio. If you make a purchase from Blaster Wraps, use the code FOAMCAST for 20% off. If you purchase any Flux sunglasses, use the code FLUXCAST10 for 10% off. And if you make a purchase from SM Enterprises, use the code FOAMCAST for 10% off. And don't forget to join my Facebook fan group, Foamcast Radio Fans, where I share giveaways throughout the week from all the different blaster manufacturers and mod companies. Just a few minutes ago, I shared a post from Bunker where they're giving away a bunch of Bunker battle sets. As you might have guessed, I don't have any Battlespace intel for you this week, but make sure you follow at Foamcast Radio on Twitter for critical mission updates. And I know that most states are opening things back up, so to make sure your event gets mentioned on the podcast, visit foamcastradio.com intel. 
Foamcast Radio is supported by SM Enterprises. If you're like me, the first thing you do when you get a new blaster is open it up and start modding it. But what if you didn't have to? My friends at SM Enterprises are professional blaster modders with the equipment and experience necessary to provide premium quality, high performance modded blasters at reasonable prices. Their highly rated online store offers many of the most popular blasters in a variety of configurations. Or, if you prefer doing the upgrades yourself, they also offer great modding components, like pre-cut K26 springs, spring spacers, tools, and more. They even have a variety of ammo types to choose from. And for a limited time, SM Enterprises is offering my listeners an exclusive discount. Order now and use coupon code FOAMCAST to get 10% off your entire order. Take advantage of this offer exclusively available to FOAMCAST Radio listeners by going to foamcastradio.com slash smenterprises. That's foamcastradio.com slash smenterprises. Thanks to SM Enterprises for supporting FOAMCAST Radio. Alright everybody, it's time to announce the winner of the Counterintelligence Contest. The winner this week is Neil Overstreet. He'll be receiving a Rad Blasters two-stage trigger kit with his choice of switchplate for either the Ultra 2, the Strife, the Raven, or the Rapid Red provided by Rad Blasters. Stay tuned for more giveaways, and if you have something you'd like to give away to one of my listeners, send me an email at info at foamcastradio.com. Alright everybody, this week I'm really excited to be talking to Daniel Pocock, also known as Jack Rabbit Nerfer. Daniel, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm really excited to talk to you and learn more about you as well as your recent blaster releases and different projects you're working on. First things first, though, uh, for people who maybe are less familiar with you, including myself, uh, could you tell us how you actually got started in the blaster hobby? Yeah, so it was a colleague at work. I mean, previously I'd kind of seen the toys and stuff, um, but this was four four years ago, so it must have been um, kind of Christmas time, 2016, I think. He said about modifying strifes and stuff, and I'm like, oh, that sounds quite fun. And I remember going to buy one because a strife was on sale just before Christmas, so, so I picked one up, and that was my that was my first blaster, and that first got me into it. Then a couple of months later. I found some. I found a local group, Bristol Blast, um, and started to go along to their wars. And then that's when I really got heavily involved into it. I think it was a May one I went to in 2017. So it's been three years now, actually. Very cool. And then obviously you have been working on a bunch of different projects. Recently, you posted a bunch of updates to some of them, as well as a new release. Uh, when did you actually start with designing your own blasters and things like that? I can't remember exactly, to be honest with you. Um, is in the 20, uh, 2017 year that I got my first 3D printer, which was um, good old um, Anet A8, uh, kind of one of the cheapest ones you can buy at the time. So, yeah, so, so I picked up that and just started designing a few odd bits and pieces. I just got a X, uh, Exus 2, and they've got really short stock. So one of the first things I did was to d- design a slightly longer stock for it and uh, like magazine holders for the old um, Katana magazines and that kind of thing. That was pretty much how I started uh, on the path of designing. Very cool. And of course, recently you have updated and announced a bunch of different projects. The thing that really caught my eye, of course, was the bulwark. And I want to ask you about that. But just to start us off, can you tell us what the bulwark actually is? 
Yeah, so it's it's, it's obviously a, a very different blaster. So if people haven't haven't seen a picture of it or, or seen the videos, it's basically a, a, a talon-fed blaster using hurricane wheels. So it's it keeps its profile pretty small. Um, but the u- unique feature of it is that the magazine is kind of tilted back 90 degrees so it actually sits in like the top of the blaster horizontally and then the feeder wheel kind of spins around through through a set of rollers and then through the flywheels so yeah it's just obviously a very very unique blaster in that sense absolutely honestly this is like the closest thing i've seen so far to a blaster that functions like a p90 firearm where you basically have the magazine with the the rounds not pointed forward at all and then the feed mechanism is reorienting them uh before they're fired so that's really cool uh tell me a little bit about what went into the development of that um yeah i mean it's, it's quite interesting actually because people love to compare it to the p90 but it actually works in in a very different way because in the p90 the p90 is a true ballpark with the action behind the grip if you do that with a flywheel blaster then you'll end up with a load of barrel drag so the way i designed it is that the um magazines are pointing forward as opposed to backwards so that the darts come out right at the front of the blaster and it's actually just got a really short barrel at the front so obviously that's the kind of thing you have to consider when you're when you start to design something like this i don't know what got me started thinking about it to be honest um but it was just a concept I had kind of very early on. It was my, it was one of my second projects, I think, um, second kind of blaster projects. And I had a prototype using full size flywheels vertically. And I had issues with that because the, because of the size of the wheels and the way the pusher kind of rotates round, that there was a really big gap. So I was finding that feeding wasn't particularly reliable. So when you would have to go horizontal flywheels but then normal size flywheels horizontally are absolutely massive and i didn't really want that so this was all i did all this before the hurricane was released so I, I, there weren't there weren't any other wheels as, as an option but then once the hurricane was released i then realized that it would be better to use the hurricane wheels positioned horizontally just to decrease the whole size of the mechanism yeah and uh i had a took an early prototype to foam fest last year which is like the uk's nerf convention so yeah i actually had a prototype there but it just looked it was it was literally like a box with kind of exposed flywheels and it was it was as janky as anything but it still featured the like the mag release so you uh, the clip at the back you clip up and the mag just kind of self-rejects a little bit so that was in in, in the early prototypes um yeah when i showed it to people they were all like all oh, right that's quite cool um so i was a little bit kind of disheartened with it but then this year i thought right well, let's give it a proper skin because i think it was the looks that were putting people off they couldn't quite because it was such a bland box they, they couldn't quite see see the concept of it if that makes sense but then obviously once i gave it skin and started like showing the videos of it and where the magazines eject and, and that kind of stuff i think that's when it really kind of captured people's attention absolutely i love the look of it uh it, it sort of reminds me of like a sci-fi weapon from a movie or something um i especially love the sort of braced uh thumb hole stock type grip with stock and that and that brace that goes between them honestly it's really cool if people haven't seen it they should definitely check out your instagram and just take a look at this blaster it's really cool looking very very sci-fi i think um i 
deliberately designed the blaster with a more sci-fi kind of look in mind. So um, I'm glad that has uh, that has come across and you've picked up on that. Now, one thing that I've noticed about it is that you've got a couple of different versions. You've got a single stage and a dual stage version. What are we talking about uh, in terms of performance between these two different versions? So performance-wise, yeah, like I said previously, it's running Hurricane wheels. So performance is 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 is, is lower because of the surface speed of the wheels being lower than full-size wheels. But on a single stage on revamps, um, running 2S, so you're not overvolting the motors. Um, I'm getting on the different crashes. You should be getting between about 100 and 130, uh, maybe just pushing 135 if you go for the really tight crush, but then that starts destroying darts all the time. So that's a, a pretty solid kind of like super stock FPS there. The dual stage, in all honesty, I haven't fully tested it because I've used the exact same measurements as the woozy cage. So obviously if you the woozy can get what like 170 fps i think if it's um if it's dual stage with uh revamps and overvolted to 3s so they're the kind of performance figures um i'm expecting to get but a little bit of inside information is i'm getting a set of the machined woozy wheels from fetterverse i think it is uh, on etsy basically if you go to etsy and google the uh, and, and search for woozy it comes up with it with his cnc machined wheels so i'm getting a set of them because they're actually slightly bigger than hurricane wheels but i know with uh revamps on 3s you can get 200 fps out of them so i'm looking to build myself a nice build with these wheels and get some real high kind of fps numbers from them that's definitely really impressive definitely competitive numbers uh and i especially like the fact that with that single stage version that sounds like a perfect hvz blaster so that's really cool i just like to give kind of the full range of options really as much as i could originally it was just going to be single stage in my first video i released at the back end of march um and then people were asking for the second stage that's what that's when i built that just using the woozy dimensions um and haven't fully kind of fully tested it because i i just used the dimensions that i knew would work well i definitely have more questions about the bulwark and where people can get them before we get to those though i've got a quick message from one of my hand selected sponsors and then we'll be right back Foamcast Radio is supported by Flux Sunglasses. Whenever you're flinging foam, you need to be wearing eye protection. But shop glasses don't protect you from glare or UV rays, and most sunglasses are either too expensive for the battlefield or too cheap to hold up to punishment. That's why I'm so excited to tell you about Flux Sunglasses. These stylish sunglasses are durable enough to protect you from flying foam, polarized to cut glare, UV protected, and ridiculously affordable. For a limited time, my listeners can visit foamcastradio.com flux and use the coupon code foamcast at checkout to save 15% off their already low prices. Protecting your eyes on the battlefield is important. Don't wait another day to protect yourself with the only brand of eyewear I trust when I'm out on the field. Visit foamcastradio.com slash flux right now and don't forget to use the coupon code FOAMCAST to save 15% off your entire order. Thanks to Flux Sunglasses for being the official eyewear of Foamcast Radio. All right, everybody, we are back with Daniel Pocock, also known as Jackrabbit Nerfer. And a second ago, we were talking about the Bulwark, a really cool blaster that you've released. 
Obviously, by now, people are probably interested in figuring out how they can get their hands on one. So how can somebody actually get a bulwark? Um, so I have taken a slightly different approach to what is generally done in the in the Nerf community. So I haven't actually released it as open source. I've uh, released the I've basically put a license on Etsy for the files. So you can download the files and then print one yourself. One of the reasons for doing that is because at the moment postage is very difficult with the virus that's going around. So rather than having to put pressure on myself to get hold of filament and print it myself and send it to the States, send it to Australia, send it wherever, I thought I'd basically just release the files um, for people to, to, to print themselves and, and kind of save me the effort. Because a lot of people nowadays have printers or they know someone who's got a printer, um, especially in the Nerf community. Uh, so the license that you buy actually allows for you to print it for yourself or if, if someone asks you to print it as a commission then they can purchase a license and print it for, for someone else that there aren't uh well there's one seller at the moment on etsy who's uh in denmark who's who's selling fully built blasters but other than that i'm, I'm personally not aware of anyone who's actually selling the bulwark as a as a complete unit i've had a couple of people inquiring about it but that's all i can say at the moment but yeah i just thought it was um quite a different different approach i was expecting a bit of backlash from the nerf community as um previously everything um or pretty much everything's been released from different vendors uh, diff different kind of makers and designers for free and um, so i was expecting a bit of a backlash but um i think the kind of the sense in the community has changed a bit and realized that that actually it does take a lot of time it does take a lot of effort into designing a full blaster so expecting people to release it for free is is a bit much well especially considering the unique nature and the development that went into this in order to bring that feeding mechanism um, out of the conceptual stage and into something that actually works i think definitely warrants you know this being something that you're you're asking people to pay you back a little bit for that work that you put in and i think that's totally reasonable with that in mind I know you mentioned that there's already uh, somebody selling this blaster complete on Etsy, but uh, is that something that you personally plan on ever doing, selling the blaster already built? I I will probably take a couple of commissions, but to be honest, it's not really something I enjoy that much. Um, I much prefer to develop stuff. I mean, to be honest, for me, once the bulwark was released, I've I've already started on another project and got kind of prototypes designed and built for that. So so for me, the bulwark's kind of done. So if I then have to start printing more for other people, it ties up the printer and it just means I can't develop more stuff. Well, that definitely makes sense. And, and I've heard that from other creators as well, that uh, they prefer sort of the design and engineering side rather than the actual manufacturer. So that definitely makes sense. Now, I know that when people purchase the license over on Etsy, it comes with everything that they need as far as a wiring diagram and a list of hardware components. Uh, will you ever consider selling hardware kits to sort of make it easier for people to source the parts that they need? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's something I have, have considered, and I did actually do that with uh, one of my other blasters that I released. I, I, I sold hardware kits for it. I'm not sure if I would do that with the uh, bulwark at the moment. It's, it's just kind of trying to stock stock the hardware and manage kind of stock levels and stuff when I, I haven't really got that kind of set up in my, in my project room. 
which is basically my bedroom. So it's there's it like, there's obviously like limited space. Um, I haven't got like a nice nice room like Outer Darts has or anything where you can um, obviously do that. And that's what his business is. I much prefer just to basically try and let other people do that for me if I can. Again, I think there's a couple of sellers who've who've thought about setting up uh, or creating like hardware hardware packs. So hopefully in a month or so, if if it's not myself, someone else will have have a hardware kit for people to to pick up to make it a bit easier to build. Well, we will definitely keep our eyes open for that because that would definitely help people out, I think, who are kind of just getting started in this. Maybe they've built a couple of other blasters, but uh, it'll definitely help people kind of get started on building their own bulwark. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't mention some of the other projects that you've also been working on and that you've updated recently. So really quickly, can you walk us through some of the other things you you announced and, and things you've been updating? Uh, yeah, sure. So one of the main updates was for the Lepus, uh, which was actually my first ever blaster I designed. So that is a really small mag-fed full auto. I mean, it's not quite a pistol because the the, the battery and the mechanism are behind behind the grips. So it's quite quite a stubby nose. People can compare it to like a, a Mac 10. It's got that kind of small square kind of look. So that got uh, an update with um, a couple of different cages uh, and just other slight improvements, really. What else did I release? Oh, yeah, the Waymaker, which is a HPA blaster. So this is one designed around the Supercore, released by uh, Liam Davis. Yeah, that that was um, originally designed. Again, it was actually another um, kind of a, a... grip fed uh blaster that was originally designed to be a short compact blaster and then i actually quite like the look of it longer um so i extended it but with the with the extensions in the really recent release you can actually um take them apart and you can have different configurations so you can then easily change out the barrel and the change the configuration of the blaster so if you want a more compact kind of smg you, you can do that quickly or you can have the longer kind of full length barrel and go for more of a sniper type blaster what else did i release uh yes super trooper so this is uh, basically a bit of an upgrade to one of my first hpa blasters which was a hpa uh, elite alpha trooper so i've kind of called it hey pete because it's kind of hpa eat so it's kind of hey pete-ish and i know someone called pete in our nerf group so as that's kind of where the names come from that blaster hasn't been released yet but that was using the specs bz um, and i really like the platform of the alpha trooper uh, when the super cores came out um, it just took a bit of tweaking to get that into the super trooper so that's basically an alpha trooper with a super core kit and a body shell so it the lines match match the stock um because the like the worker stock adapters look awful on the alpha trooper and they the lines just don't match at all and it's it's just looks horrible um and obviously with the supercore being uh semi-automatic uh, you don't need the pump grip anymore so i replaced the full uh, the full shroud around the front of the blaster just to kind of keep the looks and i, I guess give it more of a kind of rifle look to it Awesome. Well, it definitely sounds like you've been busy. You've been working on a lot of stuff and obviously you're going to be working on more. So if people want to follow along on social media and see what you're up to, where can they find Jackrabbit Nerfer? Uh, I'm on Facebook, 
Instagram, YouTube, Etsy. Um, basically, it's just all Jackrabbit Nerfer, and you should be able to find me there. Awesome. We will definitely put the links to those in the show notes at foamcastradio.com so people can go and check that out. Well, Daniel, thank you so much for talking to me today. It's been awesome getting to learn about you as well as your different projects. Before I let you go, I've got that one final question that I ask all my guests at the end of an interview, and that is, other than any of your own designs, what is your favorite blaster? Um, it's a bit cliche, but the strife. I, I just really like it. I've got one which is reliable and it just works. Stick a bunch of Worker 22 mags in there and boom, you've got your go-to blaster. Awesome. Daniel, thank you so much for talking to me today. Brilliant. Thank you very much. All right, everybody, if you want to hear the pre- and post-interview conversation I had with Daniel, Patreon supporters have access right now to the behind-the-scenes version that's half an hour long. Also, Daniel created a special coupon code for the Jackrabbit Nerfer Etsy shop just for my listeners. Use the code FOAMCAST for 10% off any of his digital files, and my Patreon supporters can check the FOAMCAST Radio Patreon page for a different code to give you 20% off. Before I sign off, I've got a quick action item for you. Head to the Foamcast Radio fans group and answer this question. What modding projects have you been working on while we haven't been having events? Even if it's not finished, even if it's just a concept or a mock-up, I want to see it, so post your pictures. Thanks to Hobby King, SM Enterprises, and Flux Sunglasses for sponsoring this episode. Please support the podcast by supporting my sponsors. You can find a complete listing of all my sponsors at foamcastradio.com sponsors. And thanks to Daniel Pocock from Jackrabbit Nerfer for being my guest this week. And thanks to my supporters on Patreon. If you liked this episode, please consider becoming a supporter on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. Rewards include shoutouts, suggesting questions for upcoming guests, automatic entry in every counterintelligence contest, and more. You can sign up and directly support future episodes of the podcast at patreon.com slash foamcastradio. And finally, thank you for listening, and I'll see you someday on the battlefield. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to make sure you won't miss a single episode. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so it's easy to follow us and share this episode with your friends. You can also find us at foamcastradio.com. We can view the show notes, order merch, and more. Tune in next week for a brand new episode of Foamcast Radio.